Que lo que mi gente, it's your girl Jay, and welcome to the Healing with Jay podcast. Come on into my spiritual sala where we will be talking about all things healing and bringing that shadow work into the light. Que lo que mi gente, today's chapter. Um, I have been researching and doing all these things, right? Um, and judging by the notes, it's it's a long one. So grab your favorite cafecito or tea or coffee and a snack. <laughs> and maybe even like a pen and paper to take notes um, if needed. And as we talk about decolonizing, decentering the patriarchy, we should also talk about how our um, maternal lineages have had a hand in uplifting the patriarchy. <clears throat> Last chapter, we talked about mother wounds and we talked a little bit about Marianismo, right? Um, and this chapter is all about Marianismo. It's it's one of those moments where in our healing journey where we like, hey, am I the villain? Like, is it me? How did I contribute to this, right? So Marianismo is, you know, if the definition, if you let Wikipedia tell it, is that it's an aspect of the female gender role in Hispanic American folk cultures, strictly intertwined with machismo and Roman Catholicism. Basically, there's no machismo without Marianismo, as in these two topics go hand in hand. And we know what Marian machismo is, but let's get the definition out here too. So the meaning of machismo is a strong sense of masculine pride and exaggerated masculinity. Machismo comes from the assertion of male dominance in everyday life. You know, examples of this would be men dominating their wives, controlling their children, and demanding the utmost respect from others in the household. So this term originated in the 1930s and 40s, and it was a term to describe what the Latine community felt the ideal man would be like, right? And then on the flip side, Marianismo describes what the Latine community felt the ideal woman would be like. In this binary patriarchal scenario, one cannot exist without the other, right? Both are needed in order for them to both thrive in this way. So Marianismo is based on folk Catholicism because they use the good girl trope, right? And I'm using quotes on the good girl. Um, Marianismo is a term that comes from the Virgin Mary, right? How a woman is semi-divine, like the Virgin Mary, and should be compared to her. So a good woman is a woman of the church. A woman of the church sees the man as the head of household. A woman of the church is virtuous self-sacrificing, has morals, saves herself for marriage, etc., etc., right? And I'm not saying these are my thoughts. This is, right, how the church views a good woman. And th this is important for the church because a good a good man wouldn't want a woman that isn't like this to form a family with, right? And who wouldn't want a good man, right? So under the eyes of the church and of the patriarchy, women were either good or they were whores. They were witches, right? No in between. If the woman doesn't live up to the ideal of the patriarchy, then she's a whore, period. 
and obviously machismo is problematic right so for those obvious reasons we all know but have you also thought about how damaging machismo can be for latina men you know the pressure to fulfill this role of being responsible for your entire family in that way Listen, I have kids and I have a very present husband and sometimes still it can be overwhelming. And there's so many men out there that take this attitude of machismo and crumble under that pressure, but they deny it to themselves, right? To save face. And so they might start to drink. You know, a veces para pasar el tiempo, but sometimes it can really be something where it's a moment to not feel that pressure. And I'm sure that there has to be studies out there on the relationship between machismo and alcoholism in the Latina community. I mean, I don't have a PhD or anything, but I can see that relationship and I'm sure you can see it too. Um, you know, we talk about how men need therapy. We talk about how men are missing those close friendships that femmes have, right? Where we can vent to each other about life, knowing that we are loved and we are safe in these friendships. And the very word in Spanish, right, desahogar, which is the literal translation of venting. But it, it means, like the literal translation means undrown, right, desahogar. Because sometimes we feel like we're drowning in life and responsibilities. And sometimes all we need is a mimosa brunch with a friend to undrown. And men and their chokehold on machismo just does not allow them to undrown. So I imagine they are in this perpetual state of drowning. You know, that's a lot. And I'm not, you know, saying all this to be like poor machos, right? But to show the entire picture of how this plays out in our communities. And the machismo that our grandfathers got away with in their families, men no longer get away with that, right? You know, there was an article that went viral recently in Psychology Today um, titled The Rise of the Lonely Single Men. And you should look that up, but I'll add it to the show notes for ease of clicking so you can find the show notes on the blog. Um, but basically, the article is saying how men are having a hard time dating because they refuse to change and femmes are refusing to lower their standards. And I'm here for it because we shouldn't be lowering our standards for anyone. But according to the article... Like women are not even asking for the moon, right? I don't think things like good communication, being emotionally available, sharing similar values are a big ask. Like honestly, these are things that men could work out in therapy if they ever take that time to go. But like machismo doesn't let them. And with Marianismo, women are elevated in their communities by how they show their sacrifice, their martyrdom, right? Marianismo is that heirloom that is passed down through generations in Latina society, you know, like a prized possession, like a wedding dress, like that stereotypical red lipstick that we all love. It could be something as simple as putting all your dreams on hold because you're so busy doing everything for everyone. And for a lot of us, we're burnt out. Hear me? Like burnout affects femmes more than cis men. There were so many women that left the workplace after the start of the pandemic due to needing to care for their families. And Latinas represent the biggest demographic that's driving the great resignation. And of course, sometimes it's worth it to leave a job, especially if you don't feel welcomed or you're frequently dealing with microaggressions and discrimination or just flat out not feeling fulfilled by your job. But Marianismo can also lead to depression, 
mental due to feeling like you can't do what you'd like and putting yourself last. The self-esteem that can be lacking as well as the need for other people's approval can make anyone depressed. Like people pleasing comes at the expense of your own happiness. And pushing back against the patriarchy and these structures that have been built back in colonial time can be done simply by prioritizing yourself and your well-being. Rebelling is living a soft life. That señora life that's been trending on TikTok. Taking the time to prioritize yourself, whether that's a spa day or therapy or both, right? Planting a garden. Strong boundaries to help rebuild your self-esteem. You know, healing that solar plexus. That healing work is lifelong work. It's, it's also resting, right? Knowing when your body has had enough. Listening to those cues that your body gives you. And especially in the beginning, it can be uncomfortable to just slow down and be because we have been told that we we are naturally designed to do things, right? We have to take care of the house. We have to take care of the kids. We have to be the most amazing at school, the most amazing at work. And so where's our happiness in that scenario? Latinas suffer from somatic disorders at a substantial higher rate than North American women. Okay, a somatic disorder is a mental illness that causes people to feel physical symptoms without an underlying cause. So this is why I also believe in energy healing when it comes to these types these types of disorders because it helps to move energy that's stuck due to lack of expression of your needs. Like this is a real thing. And I'm connecting these dots so that you can see how Marianismo, how machismo can you know be so ingrained into our communities and how it would make us feel, how it affects our relationships, how it affects our bodies, because that's important to note and why it's so important to sit with ourselves, right? To do some meditations, to do some healing sessions and sitting with ourselves to see how this is affecting us personally. Okay, let's get into today's reading. I know that was a lot. And <laughs> so like I'm kind of giving it some space to breathe. Um because you know we we talked about mother wounds and that leads into, right? A lot of our mother wounds come from the fact that we view the world as Latin Americans, right? View ourselves in the world differently than maybe our mothers, <clears throat> our tias, our abuelas did, right? Especially if we are first generation immigrants. And what happens with that is that sometimes I feel like some it's almost like a jealousy of I can't believe she thinks this way or she is allowed to do this in my day and age. I could never, right? Um that could never be me and there's that judgment and there's that people pleasing and there's that what will people say about these decisions that you're making? And so it does create, um, which is why I wanted to do this chapter after the mother wounds, because it is intertwined and it does create on both ends, right? You might feel that jealousy on the other side, but then you feel like nobody's backing you up. 
the women of your family don't see things from your perspective because they're Marianistas and they're upholding that machismo, right? Or even say if you're having issues with a relationship and they somehow try to say it's your fault or what have you been doing wrong or I told you you weren't cleaning correctly or you know, you're not dressing appropriately and you should be meeting your husband when he comes from home from work with, a, you know, a table full of food and you should be looking nice and you should have your makeup on and, you know, like all these things and te ves acabada, right? Like you, you, you look bummy and that's why he cheated on you. And it's like those things hurt and they don't realize it, but that's how they were raised and so they're just doing you know the best they can and what they got like mariah carey says so these cards are like everywhere right now all right let's start yes let's start with the nine of wands that one flew out and we got the page of cups i'm loving this message let's see what else do we have here the six of coins oh my goodness they are talking today okay the five of cups no six of cups in reverse this wow okay let's start I'm, i'll pull one more yes okay so like i mentioned this was a deeper episode right um and i feel like they all are they just we continue to just dig deeper and spirit is out here man they're they're talking the ancestors are speaking about you know we got the nine of wands We've got the Page of Cups. We've got the Six of Pentacles. We've got the Six of Cups in reverse. And the Eight of Swords in reverse. This is beautiful. So basically, they're acknowledging, right? They're acknowledging the burden. They're acknowledging the burdens that we've been carrying. And I feel like I'm going to take a picture of this this set this um spread too for like the show notes because it's just beautiful to see it they're acknowledging the burden especially with the nine of of wands that means burdens and it means you know letting things go that are no longer yours and in this card like the person looks beat to death okay he's got scars um tears they got a bandage wrapped around their head like they went through it and that's kind of the message with that card, right? Like we've gotten through it. Like this is this is has been a burden in our community that needs to heal. Page of Cups is a healing card, right? It's an emotional card. Um, the page is about seeing the the picture, like using your intuition and seeing what's in front of you, right? Because the six of pentacles is all about balance. And if you know me, you know that I always talk about the six of pentacles as being a very ancestral card. Um, more than like the ten of pentacles, that legacy card. This six of pentacles talks about balance. It talks about a balance, you know, a balance of energy, a balance of finances, right? Because it's the pentacles. But also I see it as like an ancestral connection of give and take, right? As as you grow and as you heal, they do the same and they are able to help you um, in this life and it's this back and forth, right? Like this synergy. And that's what I always see with that six of pentacles. And then we get into the six of cups in reverse. 
And that is a very childhood card, right? The Six of Cups is childhood card. In reverse, we're talking about it as rose-colored glasses, right? As in seeing things, seeing things maybe, oh, I don't even know how to explain that one. But if you know about like rose-colored glasses and feeling like you you see something a certain way or you like idealize it or you it looks it was more perfect in your mind than what really happened right um and then the eight of of swords in reverse talking about taking those the blindfolds off right and seeing things for what they really are and not for what you thought they were right especially as a child maybe as a child we think we thought this was, you know, what a relationship looks like. This is what tradition looks like, right? I posted on my Instagram not that long ago about like heal instead of trying to disguise this toxicity as culture. And, you know, for a lot of us Latina communities, a lot of us Dominicans, especially we like to, you know, hide that under culture and hide it under tradition when it's really some toxic shit, right? Like, let's be honest. A lot of our traditions, and I'm using that in quotes, does come from this Marianismo Machismo concept that the church, the Catholic church has, you know, force fed us. And, and we, we lean into that as tradition, as, as, um, that, well, that's what my mother did. That's what my grandmother did. That's what my tias did. Right. And so the, it's tradition, um, it's tradition to, to check each other on what we're wearing or is that too short is that what you're wearing is that what you're doing instead of letting people just live right there's always a tia asking you you know where's the boyfriend or like you know te pusiste gorda right like you've gained some weight or you know sometimes these holiday interactions can be really like a lot like bring anxiety inducing right because you you're just not sure what's going to come out of their mouths and you're trying to navigate that but you can't speak back because it's seen as disrespect right and disrespecting your elders but i do feel like there is a fine line there where you can check somebody respectfully right and if they don't like it well you're uncomfortable but you made me uncomfortable right so there's that boundary again and that give and take again and letting go of those burdens that are not yours, right? To continue to bear. And sometimes it's like, damn, we're the ones that have to sit here and heal heal all these generational traumas. Like, nos toca a nosotras, right? And it sucks. Because it's like, why did I got to be going through all this shit? Like, why got to be me? But where is it going to stop if you continue it, right? Like, somebody's got to stand up at some point. And I'm like, you know what? This whole shit is bullshit, Right? And that's kind of the message here to be like, see the truth for what it is. See what's, you know, what does tradition mean to you and cut through the rest of it. Right. So as a Latina woman, family values are important to me. But I also pride myself in instilling boundaries within my relationships with my children, in my business, in my life as a whole. Right. My only regret is that I'm, I didn't do it sooner. But with the pandemic and working from home, it has me in a different mindset. So not only are we quietly quitting, 
but we're also embracing the Senora life, this softer living, right? Check out the Nap Ministry on Instagram. Their whole platform is all about teaching rest as resistance. So how can you work on your Marianismo, right? Maybe doing a Sunday reset, making sure that the whole family is involved in chores for the house so that you can prioritize yourself and your well-being. You know, I have so many Latina moms that say that they don't allow their children to help because they can do it better. And of course we can do it better, right? Because we've had more practice and we've had years of practice. Right? I've been washing dishes since I was four years old. But allowing my kids to jump in, eventually they will get it right. And it gives them a sense of pride because I keep saying we're all in the same team. We all live in this home. We're all on the team and we all need to help each other out, right? And so they've had chores since they were little. I mean, obviously they're, they're nine and 15, but since they were three and four, right? They've had chores, whether it's just picking up your own toys. Because to me, and I see that for myself, a trigger for me is the Marianismo, is the self-sacrificing and putting myself last so I can do everything for everyone else. But at the same time, when we do that, it's not their fault, right? Sometimes we're like, Ay, nadie me ayuda en esta casa, right? Nobody helps me in this house. But it's not their fault because sometimes, again, we're the, we could be the villain and we're like, but I can do it myself because I can do it easier. I can do it faster. I can do it better. But we have to give them the opportunity to do it, right? The opportunity to make the mess and clean it up themselves. Because then are we going to, they're going to be in their 20s and 30s and we're still sitting here cleaning up their messes because they're our children? No, right? So we have to see how we play a role in that and how we can take little steps back and allow them to stumble through it until they get it. You know, um, letting go of el que dirán, what people will say, right? That our mothers and our grandmothers subscribe to because we have one life and it's short and we can't waste it by worrying about what somebody else might think about the decisions that we make. All right, here's this week's book recommendation. It's a book I read in preparation for this episode and honestly, it's so full of gems. You know, it's written by two Latina therapists it's called the Maria Paradox, and it's 99 cents on Kindle right now. So I will link it in the show notes on the blog as well so that you can grab yours. Um, this week's journal prompt. In what ways have you sacrificed for what you thought was the greater good? Okay. And I'm also thinking about like just putting this little piece out there that came to my mind. Um how artists like Tokshika, right? I always say her name wrong. And Cardi, how they use their lyrics and how they contribute to the fight against Marianismo with their lyrics. You know, because their lyrics can make any machista uncomfortable. And this is why, right? Because they're feeling empowered in the way that they, not only in the delivery of the lyrics, but the way that they write them, the way that they stand by them, right? So last thing, <laughs> Please don't take this all on yourself to fix. And I'm using quotes again on the fixed part. 
So without machismo, there is no Marianismo. And without Marianismo, there's no machismo. So it's important that we take a look at our family structures, our parenting, and even our mothers and tias and abuelas to see how this is still going strong and to see what kind of things can be worked on for the better. Also, finding a Latina family therapist that everyone can go to could be a game changer if this is a big concern for you in your journey to healing, right? So let's get to the comments. I loved your responses on Healing Girl Summer, how you use the summer to heal and do self-love work, as well as comments about how the collective readings were spot on in regards to releasing burdens and knowing your worth. Um, it's so freaking beautiful to hear how you guys are doing the work in your healing journey. So please keep them coming. I love to read your messages. Bueno, mi gente, that's it for this chapter. This one I felt like was a doozy. It knocked me out for days after I researched. So as always, I love to hear your comments. So feel free to reach out via DM or email. Hasta la próxima. Bye. That's it for today's episode of Healing with Jay. Thank you for listening. And if you like this episode, make sure to give it a five-star rating on your favorite listening platform. To book a healing session, check out emeraldcrownshop.com. Bendiciones para todo el mundo.